0: Welcome to another edition of Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, your host here, and we have a crazy show for you today. We have two gentlemen here who, uh, they're they're not sure they're sane, and they're not sure that they want their helmets off. I have uh, Travis Pastrana, who is known in the uh, motocross, the extreme sport world as, it's a household name. Everyone knows him. And then also I have Luke Luke Atkins, Who's part of the Red Bull Air Force? He trains people to jump out of perfectly good airplanes, sometimes with a parachute and sometimes without one. <laughs> so you guys are here. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Appreciate you. Yeah. So, so you have this uh, this uh, World
1: Nitro Games, right? World. Yeah, Nitro World Games, basically the big air of action sports. So it's and why Utah? Uh, Utah is a state of sport. Honestly, we so we started Nitro Circus. Uh, film producer uh, Greg Godfrey. Uh, grew up here, um, moved out to California to be a key grip on "Touched by an Angel," and then uh, decided that he wanted to do action sports filming. And uh, we started a lot of the stuff that we had right here in town. So he was touched by another angel then, and
0: came, came here and did, did this. How do you? How do you? How do you do this stuff seriously? Like what? Like when I was a kid, and you touch the stove and it's hot, you know not to touch the stove anymore. So when you guys do this crazy stuff. How do you get over the injury,
1: the fear? What drives you to do this? Well, I mean, coming from someone that has, you know, 300 pound guys. T- trying to kill them every, every weekend I know, in, that in your career. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked for me. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's that, that belief that you can do something that has never been done, that you can try something that, that pushes yourself. And if you push yourself far enough with enough friends that, um, that are equal minded or like minded, uh, you, you tend to find yourself um, you know, still doing the same thing you did as a kid in your backyard, only now it's a world record or it's uh, something that's never been done before.
0: But, I mean, but you break bones. You do I – mean, I mean, doesn't that ever – doesn't it ever cross your
2: mind that something bad could possibly – It's – you're aware of it. I think anybody who makes it to this stage in our careers where we're we're getting older and we got families and stuff, uh, we all have friends that aren't here anymore and you, they go the other way. But I think when you get to this point in your career, you've pushed – Hard, you know, right where that edge is, and you're willing to to still play with that edge. And as I get older, I, I tend to back it off a little bit. I'm aware of what can happen, but I don't focus on it. I'm more aware of what I'm about to do, and I'm more. It's worth it to me to do that. All right, Luke, you jumped out of an airplane with your. It's a bat suit. What? oh what? Uh, yeah. Last night we wingsuited over the Capitol. You wingsuited over the Capitol. So it's not a. It's not a parachute. Uh, yeah, or we wear a parachute it- also. So the wingsuit's just another way to, to descend once we exit the aircraft. So we're actually – it turns you almost into a superhero. You're flying through the sky at a three-to-one glide ratio. You can dive and roll and flip, and you can actually steer yourself. And you're more of a, a poor glider in the air as opposed to just falling through the sky like we would normally. And then you use the parachute at the end. And then we use the parachute at the end. Of but the sometimes end. you don't. Uh, I've done it once without
0: uh, how insane is that? I mean, ser- I mean, seriously. how Do you realize how crazy
2: that is? Um, when I was training, when you were involved, and I was uh, getting ready for second. it.
0: So it's, a, what, a 100-by-100-foot net? Is yeah,
2: that- the, the the net ended up being a 100-foot-by-100-foot net. Originally, I had looked at a two-car garage, and I thought, you know, I've seen those in free fall over all my jumps. I think I could hit a two-car garage. Come to find out, a two-car garage is a lot harder to hit than you think. So I ended up with a 100-by-100-foot well, no, no, net. It's,
1: I think it's really hard to hit. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs>
0: You're insane. I mean, did you, as you're flying through the air, do you do you think, "Oh, what if I miss? Nope, you don't even think that at all.
2: No, I mean, it, I think I, I ended up thinking I worked the sports psychiatrist, Mike Gervais, and we, we worked on. He, he had me think about this. He said, I've worked with all these NFL teams, and there's two ways to approach this. One is this the biggest jump of your life, or two is this just another jump. And I first said this is the biggest jump of my life for sure. And then as I started thinking about it, I called him back and I was like, "You know what? I think I want to approach this like just another jump. It's just like it's just else. another thing." Yeah. So instead of having a
0: parachute on my back, I had to hit the net. So you just yeah, you just don't think of the bigness of it. You just you just kind of focus on cuz so I when I played professional, literally people tried to hurt me. And I knew that 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 was their job, but I never thought of I never thought of it. I guess I guess for me I never I never really connected the two. Because for me, it was just normal, you know. But I literally had people trying to hurt me that were much bigger and much stronger than I was. And uh, fortunately, they, they never were able to do it. But it was, I don't know, it's just just something I never thought of. What's the dumbest thing,
1: like the dumbest thing you've ever done? Anything you're unprepared for. And that's what, you know, people say, how do you overcome the fear? And you have fear. It's mostly of the unknown. Yeah, I hate being hurt, but usually you break your wrist or, you know, you get a bone sticking through the skin. You're like, ah, this sucks. Like, I won't be able to ride. But like, what's the worst? That's not so bad. Like, I had my, I shattered my uh, pelvis really bad and I passed out and I woke up and I passed out again and I woke up again. I was in a different state. Two weeks later, um, I had blood out two thirds of my blood volume over, you know, the the course of the week. Um, And I realized that that's as much pain as I can physically take. So there's really, as far as pain, I'm not really concerned about pain. I hate pain. I prefer to avoid it. I hate paper cuts. You stub your toe, you have no adrenaline. That's like the worst thing ever. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be afraid to live because I enjoy, like when I'm hurt, I'm more bummed out that I can't do what I love to do than I am that I'm actually hurt. But what is the dumbest thing you've done? Like,
0: can you ever say like,
1: I shouldn't (laughs) have done that or that was too far? uh yeah, ish I, I dropped in so i, I bought a, a big wheel um at it was eighty dollars at uh, toys R us and um we took, took it, that much money yeah it was it was a nice one it, oh. was, it was good <laughs> yeah i mean you know solid plastic rear wheels and um we built a ramp we're actually looking at a place that we could set a blob up. Um, at the top of a um, of a building that was 63 stories tall. And I noticed that there was a building that was about 50 feet across that was uh, 60 stories tall. So I had to drop two stories. And I was like, what if we set up a ramp from this building to that building? And instead of blobbing off and, and sky skydiving or base jumping from there, what if we just landed over there? So we went down, uh, we offered a few beers to the guys in Panama, and they said, sure, you can j- build a ramp on the top of our building. And I was sitting at the top thinking, This was a horrible idea. I literally i am in Panama, bought a toy for less than $100, and (laughs) I'm about to trust it, that it's going to make it down this janky roll-in that we built out of, like, borrowed scrap wood. And it's going to fly far enough to, to clear onto the other building, dropping two stories, and hopefully land on the landing that we calculated using not much. Did you do it? It worked great. It worked
0: great, <laughs> yeah. but you you were sitting there saying, "This is the dumbest thing it's, I've ever done."
1: Yeah, I mean, like there was nail, like it was just one of those really hokey builds that you're like, "It'll work," and you know it'll work, and you're you're looking at it, but you're thinking, "I'm just there's a lot that's out of my control here."
0: All right, um, shoot, I I have a lot to ask you, uh, and we got to take a break here. Uh, when we come back, though, I want to know um, have you ever have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Don't answer. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, I wanna know I wanna know about your driving habits like in real life. Right, welcome back to with Tom Scott Mitchell, your host here with me, Travis Pastrana and Luke Atkins, two of the craziest individuals you'll ever meet in your life. But you're so calm. You just sit. You, in fact, you sit here and you both look at me like, yeah, this is just normal. This is what we do every day, but it's not normal. It's it's really amazing. So uh, this uh, Nitro World Games is coming to Utah August 17th. Uh, For the public, it's here two days, but the public is on the 17th. What are some of the things that happen? Because I know that this is like you have to go to this. This is the most insane thing that you will ever see
1: as a human being. What can people expect to see? Well, I mean, it is literally the best action sports athletes in the world with the biggest ramps. Ever. Like they're bigger this year than they were the year before. They're, um, you know, it's all about progression, innovation. And uh, last year they set the world record on height uh, for a motorcycle with a 35 foot tall takeoff ramp. And the guys were going upside down and they were getting to just about 90 feet. They'll probably get to over 100 feet, which is 10 stories. So when you see a motorcycle going 10 stories in the air, um, that's something that's wild. And we got, it's the only car race where you take drivers from every different discipline you got drivers that have raced f1 drivers that have raced nascar indycar uh, rally and they're all coming together on these special built vehicles to basically fly cars 140 foot jump uh, jumping over the guys that will be jumping a jump under you while you get guys going under the bridge underneath of that so it's um it's a pretty wild concept but you know it's pretty cool because utah the state of sport i mean they got go-karting out there for the whole family and definitely a lot of free stuff free giveaways so definitely fun for everybody
0: yeah you don't you really don't want to miss this at all uh, are you involved with it, with it this I, or you? You
2: know how I got involved was that Travis called up the Red Bull Air Force and said, "Hey, I want to kick off Nitro World Games in a in a new way, you know, something cool, bring it to, it's about big air." And I'm like, "Oh, we can handle the big air part." So then we scattered into the capital and now I'm just a spectator like everybody else should be out here on Saturday.
0: That's awesome. Um when is enough like 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 where do you get to it because it just keeps evolving, right? And and do you ever get like okay i've had enough adrenaline or 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 where what what's the end goal where where do you see yourselves with you know what what do you want to accomplish i guess
2: it's an interesting question and i'd never had really thought about it my whole career until after that jump where i landed in the net without a parachute at that point afterwards you know it all sinks in and then I I couldn't think of anything bigger, right? I, I don't want to go bigger. People, are, oh, what are you gonna do next? Make a smaller net? And I'm like, no, I think I I think I put a pin in that one. You know, I, I did that one. So now you're looking at you know helping other people achieve their dreams, right? I'm still out there. I got a couple more projects I'm working on, but I'm looking for that next guy out there to help. Help somebody get where, where we've gotten. It's really hard to get to this point in your career, right? To get a sponsor to back you, to get you're young, you're out there, you're how do I get involved? How do I do that? And I really love to help shape that next generation and get them out there charging off the couch playing video games, out there doing fun stuff and, and living life like we do. So I think it's the two car garage myself.
0: I think I think that's <laughs> that's the net you need to jump into, is that the little two car garage, maybe a carport, I don't know. What about, what about you, Travis? Yeah, well, I mean, it, What's it was... the end game?
1: Well, similar, risk-to-reward is always changing. Um, you know, what was worth it for me at, at 16 years old, um, first-year pro, um, risking everything, just trying to be the best that you can possibly be. Um, you know, and then come half a lifetime later... Uh, I was working on for ten years with with Red Bull with Nitro Circus. Was working on doing a triple backflip, and we started with a fifteen foot tall ramp. And then you know we're and we're building it ourselves, and we're modifying it, and we're figuring out the um, decreasing radius or whatever we're going to need to get more uh, pop and building faster motorcycles and getting all this stuff lighter motorcycles, heavier rear tires, like anything we can think of. Um, So after literally about ten years, um, we were working with Red Bull, and I started calling other people in. I'm like, I need someone better honestly, than I am and started working with different minds that are similar and uh, working together and figuring out different ramps. And, you know, everyone in motocross, they all work on their own equipment, work on their own. um, So we're welding our own stuff. We're building our own stuff. Um, And even after all the sponsors said, you know what, this isn't going to work. It was kind of self-funded from that point, just showed the passion of what these guys really want to do. And we have an airbag that we ended up building for this. And now the Olympic teams really use, and, and it was really innovative on everything that we worked on the safety aspects uh, that we still use for you know, world games and et cetera. But um, I was thinking, all right, I got to hit this airbag. It's 65 foot tall. We are takeoff now is 44 foot tall. We're hitting it at almost 80 miles an hour. Um, and we're taking, I don't know how many G's, but it would have been really interesting. Like it's like to blackout was, G's yeah. where, you know, and, and you're just launching up in the air. And I thought about it. I thought, you know what? this isn't worth it. Can it be done? Yes. And if it can be done, it's our job, and it sounds weird, but it's our job to figure out how, and then let's make it happen, and let's just bite the bullet and and go for it. But this other guy from Australia, Josh Sheehan, um, you know, a few years younger, stronger, more determined, he was like, I'm doing it. I was like, please do it. it So I don't have to. Exactly. It was the first time that I would ever been happy that somebody else took over and was able to do something that I wasn't able to accomplish, and that was... uh, Kind of like Luke was saying, it's it's really an awesome position for me now with World Games uh, to be able to bring these sports and bring it into a safer. There, there's always going to be guys that are going to push the envelope. So if we can help them learn from our mistakes and not be as broken up as, as we are at this point in our lives, that when they get here, then, then we've done something well. Um, when you practice, so like you're on this
0: motorcycle, you go off a jump and you do a 360 or whatever, twice 360, what is it, 780? 720, yeah. 720? See, you're good at math. I'm not even good at math. So um, like third grade, I, I was like, yeah, one,
1: <laughs> one eighty-three, sixty-five, forty-seven, twenty-nine hundred, ten eighty. Like, all I, I got I had know. that know. <laughs>
0: That's all I needed to know. Um, how do you practice that? Because I watch it and I'm like, because, like, where do you build up to actually doing that and and then going, okay, I have the the guts to actually pull this off in in real life. Because if you mess up. Because you, you think about practice, like, you, you mess up in practice until you get it right.
1: How do you how do you do that? And, and that's where, honestly, the technology uh, and the innovation from, uh, you know, companies that support us have been able to back um, progression. And, you know, it's a lot of the venues, like, even if you look at the Olympics or you look at um, X Games, and they're amazing events, and it's so cool uh, to be able to go there. But they've kept the same ramps to the same, you know, basic t- technology from 2002 um, when we can go out, and that's why we started Nitro uh, World Games from basically the Nitro Circus. where We were just going having fun with our friends and figuring out ways to make it safer. Yeah, like, I don't want to play a video game. My life is a video game, but right. I like the reset button. That's a novel concept. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, it's... But you can't do it when you're, when yeah, you're out so there. Yeah, so we start working with airbags. I mean, you know, oh, we, had, so okay. we initially worked with foam pits uh, back when Carrie Hart was first learning the backflip in, in you know, 2000, 2001. Um, but then they started catching on fire, and we learned that uh, it's a petroleum product, foam, uh, and motorcycles oh. uh, <laughs> have a very – Warm uh, pipes and they get hot and it's really expensive and and you know they so I survived the the flip but I burned up in the in
0: the landing yeah so <laughs> that's that's not so good okay so how um, have you what's the thing that you guys have have done the mo- like that's impressed you the most with yourself like the one thing you did that just go. That tops everything I've ever done.
2: I mean for for me when Red Bull gave me the opportunity to work with Felix Baumgartner, the jump from the edge of space. Right. Yeah. Like I was behind the scenes designing, engineering, testing. Like that was a really cool thing. And then to be able to take it into my own project, which was the the no parachute jump and be able to design and test and it That was the coolest thing to me, was the R&D. The doing it on the day was just checking the box. But all the R&D to get there, all the testing, the building. I mean, I'm building stuff in my backyard, like these guys throwing things out of helicopters. That's the most fun, the most rewarding. Um, Doing the stunt on the real day is just putting all the pieces together. It's a validation at the end that you did it.
1: You know, for me, this is a really broad uh, answer to this, but... I, it's to be able to have never grown up and that sounds silly but I, right now I get to travel the world with my best friends with my wife who just won the world championship this year she hadn't won it um, for a half a lifetime she right. won it at 15 and now she won it again at 30 um, and you know for for me with I have two young daughters um, do they ride? Uh, so they, they both ride uh, our youngest uh, she doesn't Like she's not as it's not. Yeah. That's just not what she's going to do, which is awesome. And I've been learning so much about me just following her around saying, hey, where are we going to go this weekend? What do you want to do? And this is it's been pretty neat um, you know to see that we can travel around as a family and we get to go to all these awesome places with all of our great friends. And um, to be able to keep pushing for me, it's always about seeing what's possible. And to build those relationships with uh, you know, different companies, even as far as we're going with Kevlar bags and bag jump and working with different Olympic committees all over all over the world. And uh, to just make this so that we can keep pushing and progressing and doing it in a way that I can do it with my family. OK,
0: do you ever not
1: drive? So, like, do you have a car and do you drive? Do you let anyone else drive? So I'm, I'm deaf in my left ear. So I can't <laughs> not drive with my wife because she'll be talking to me and, and I won't hear. know. And then I just get punched out of nowhere. So with my <laughs> wife, I definitely have to drive. If I'm with someone that I, I don't like to talk to, then I'll definitely passenger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, it's the person you're with. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really bad passenger. Like I just I either want to be in control or if, like a lot of times when Lindsay's my wife, when right. we're late, she'll drive because I pretty much drive the speed limit. I either go oh, really, really fast, <laughs> or or I'm perfectly content. So, know? have you ever gotten a, a speeding ticket?
2: I uh, yeah, lots, a lot <laughs> for Luke. Yeah, um, Travis, I have no idea.
1: I um, so I made a real big mistake when I was 18. I thought having a Corvette was going to be a great idea, and uh, had a friend that was uh, paralyzed for a while because of that. Um, so, I was really tra- there was a lot of stuff outside my that my control uh, that you realize that it's not a racetrack. Um, so I've really, that kind of shaped the rest of my life. But I did get a, recently, actually I got a, oh, I didn't get a ticket. I got pulled over and I, it wasn't great. because I had my motorcycle in the back of the truck and it was raining. Um, so it was an, a really long uh, turn going onto the freeway. So I put the truck sideways and I was just cruising. I had the radio on and I'm, I drifted the entire corner at like full lock drift. And I wasn't really going over the speed limit. I mean, it's just, you know, it was pouring down rain. And I didn't think you'd get pulled over in the pouring down rain. I didn't really look behind me. So, as I'm finishing the drift for the entire distance, then it, you know, comes on nice and straight onto the freeway. And uh, I look behind me and there's lights on. (laughs) I was like, doggone it. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I just, uh, I lost control coming in that corner. He goes. You lost control for a perfect drift for a quarter mile turn. Sure thing, Mister Pastrana. Have a nice day. Don't hurt anybody. Sorry, officer. So it kind of worked out, okay? It's probably like, hey, could you teach me that? Like, I kind of like that. All right, we
0: got to go. Thank you so much uh, for being here, and and best of luck with the Nitro World Games. It's coming here to Utah, August seventeenth. You don't want to miss it. Truly amazing. I'm just. I'm in awe of what you are and what you do, and who you, and I just think it's amazing. So good for you guys. Thank you. All right. Uh, Helmets Off is now off. We are powered by KSL Sports. You can find us on Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show. And until then, we'll catch you soon.